Thank you for tuning in to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to and all my amazing guests have to offer, please consider supporting the show by subscribing to our Patreon. The link is at the bottom of the descriptions. All donations go to support our ability to continue to bring you fun and informative content. We can never do it without support from the listeners like you. So thank you. I appreciate you all. And without further ado. Anyway, what's up? How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um. I'm alive. You're alive. <laughs> I'm Check. here. Me yeah. too. <laughs> I feel like I have this bad habit where I ask people how they are, and then I'm like, oh, that's such a loaded question these days. But I also genuinely like want to know how people are doing. Right? I mean, you asked, so beware. I might answer. <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah, you might. You might. Be too yeah, honest, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start this thing real quick. Let's do that. Sure. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Check's Service Industry Podcast. I'm Rashawn Parker. Uh, my guest today, and God, I hope I don't mess this up because I meant to ask you real quick, Amanda Golob? <laughs> you could just say Amanda, Amanda G. G. That's, that makes it easier for everybody. Amanda G. <laughs> and uh, she's a comedian out of New Orleans. She also does some fun Jewish cooking. And I believe you're a lawyer? Yeah, yeah. I work at a nonprofit as a lawyer, helping tenants facing eviction by day. And then in my spare time, I try to make people laugh doing stand up and um, making. Yeah, I started during COVID making these silly, I call it keeping it kosher. And it's where I make a recipe that I've never made before. Um, And it's funny because my mom's friends actually have started trying to make the recipes even though I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I did check. And I checked that out. It was, it, it was adorbs. Um, <laughs> and they're supposed to be funny. Like they're just supposed to be like me being silly. And they were like, this is a really good recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't yet, go check out Amanda's cooking show. And while you're at it, go watch beyond the check worker owner edition now streaming on Tubi TV and Amazon prime. I'm going to hang out with a bunch of chef owners and find out about their lives, cook up some dishes and uh, make Jordan try stuff. Yeah. So, I like it. I like it. I'm going to yeah. try your recipes. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. There was one uh, matzo brie, which I didn't even know what it was. And apparently every Jewish person does. So, it was like a huge Jewish fail for me. But I made it and it doesn't taste that great. But I ate it for like five days. Because what I don't tell you in the video is um, I had to make three of them because I kept messing it up. So the video cuts it together nicely where it looks like one beautiful dish that I made with ease. And it is absolutely not true. I'm giving away all my secrets and it hasn't even been five minutes. Oh, I'll tell you a secret. (laughs) All the food that I eat on the show is cold. (laughs) It's always cold. And and it got filmed and pictures taken of it. Like it, it sat around for a little bit. And then when we finally sit down to eat it, it's cold. But, you <laughs> but still we still eat it, eat it and, we, and we pretend like it's hot. <laughs> yeah. But, but Can't it's let not. it go to waste. It's not, <laughs> it's not at all. So New Orleans, you guys survived the, uh, you survived the recent hurricane? Yeah, yeah, we got, we actually got really lucky this time. We were scared, you know. I, um, I wasn't going to evacuate because I have two cats and I don't know if you've ever put cats in a car and driven them for four They're hours. They're not big fans. Um, no, they hate it. Uh, my dad actually was talking to me on the phone and my cat was complaining so much that he said, I can't hear you. And I was like, I'm in the car. Like you were just <laughs> on the phone with me. Um, you think I, but, yeah, no. 
but I'm glad I left because we, you know, didn't have power. And then they told us we might not have power for a month, uh, but it ended up being about a week. So, oh, well, um, way to know. be on it, power. Yeah, pretty, yeah, we got pretty lucky. Uh, can't complain. No levees broke. No flooding. This one was all wind, no flood. Um, and, you know, I'm just I'm happy to be back. I, I was someone who I had never evacuated for a hurricane before. The last few I stuck around for. You stuck around um, for and, yeah, really. For hurricanes, uh, we call them. Were you there when the levee broke? Hur- no, I, I came in. Um, I moved in 2008, okay. so I moved after <laughs> Katrina. And then since Katrina, we've had uh, three or four hurricanes, mm-hmm. but they were like Category Two or lower, which is not yeah, so it's bad. It's like a big and- storm. <laughs> yeah it's just a lot of wind and the power goes out for a little bit mm-hmm. you know <laughs> a little roar um, a little we, roar in the sky <laughs> yeah we, we call it a hurricane here and if you go to the grocery store the liquor aisle is completely empty um and everyone just stocks up on alcohol and gets drunk so that even if the power goes out you don't notice right. it and then you get time off of work because the power's out and you can't work so I, it all kind of works that, out. i live in savannah so we don't get them very often but we do get a hurricane like maybe every five years every 10 years but oh yeah y'all are on the coast yeah, but huh? it, we are on this like little peninsula thing so it just like they usually jump over us it always says it's coming it's like oh my god the hurricane's coming and like we'll people will evacuate and then yeah 90 percent of the time it just jumps right over yeah y'all got lucky because Ida went all the way up to new york i mean there was flooding in brooklyn and queens and it was pretty yep, crazy right around <clears throat> yeah it didn't <clears throat> stop we got the uh oh the one came ashore i can't remember the name of it right now but about two days yeah two day occasion out of it so yeah it's fun though i love i love slightly apocalyptic things <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so like when that shit does happen i'm like cool all right let's go walk around the streets <laughs> nobody here so like when the pandemic happened you know like there was nobody on the roads and you'd like there was no parking on all the downtown so just driving around was like the most eerie creepy coolest thing to me <clears throat> oh yeah it's like it was quiet like i went to downtown new orleans um to pick up some stuff for my office and downtown was like just dead silent like you could literally hear the wind hit yeah. the trees and i was like this is a downtown of a metropolitan city it was so just, creepy yeah. pictures of new york but like before people started just not caring just walk you know like <laughs> we're going to central park you can't stop us we're going to central park yeah well they all have small apartments over there so. oh so tiny <laughs> Yeah, it's like, could you imagine COVID with a 400-square-foot apartment oh, that you have a roommate with? It's like, Jesus Christ. No, like, I lucked out, and it was just me and my wife and my dogs. We had had roommates. Like, they moved out, like, the month before, right? Oh, and, like, and they weren't getting along. It was a couple, and they weren't getting along. So, like, imagine being, like, locked in with this fighting couple <laughs> for months. Oh, well, that would have... Yeah, that would have made it hard for you, but I guess it would have been interesting to talk about. Oh, people probably would have killed people. People would have died. It would have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but luckily, we just had a very peaceful, like, you know, I have a, I had a small backyard and like a park close to the house. So we we just walked around, hung out. Yeah, everyone did their Marie Kondo stuff. and I bought Legos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah legos and puzzles mm-hmm. and people started getting hobbies they were like i have time for a hobby now like, what should i do maybe i am a painter hey let's get bob ross back on the tv huh <laughs> <laughs> actually we have been watching bob ross you watch bob ross lately 
I, I haven't. I heard that documentary is really yeah, I good. Watched that. It's oh man, it's it's depressing for his son. I don't want to give it away, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely yeah. check it out. But yeah, I, I remember those as a kid. I mean, I remember I didn't I didn't never painted with him, but I would just stare like you couldn't you couldn't look away like you can't look away from what no. he's doing. It's well, amazing. that and the hairdo. It's just like yeah, <laughs> and his voice. You know, I, I remember he's just so so a calm. Lot of after school naps happening to some pretty little trees <laughs> and a happy look. And yeah. a happy little cloud. <laughs> yeah, he should have one of those sleep apps. <laughs> he should. <laughs> my wife loves the uh, Matthew McConaughey story. Oh, my God. I have a friend that's obsessed <laughs> with that. She's like, I can't go to sleep without it. <laughs> right. Like, who knew that Matthew, the, the sweet sounds of Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> put you into a happy, happy dream. Yeah. I don't know any guys that do that. Okay. I don't know any straight guys <laughs> that do that. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm sure there's a few gay men that would be more than happy to to give it a listen. I'm not going to lie. She played it for me, and it was quite soothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. That's good. I can see I can see another straight guy, like, breaking the phone and being jealous of the voice. And it's like, it's just a voice. But why doesn't my voice put you to sleep like that? <laughs> well, you don't read me bedtime stories. I will. I'll read you bedtime. Yeah. Just stop listening to Matthew. Also, you don't want your voice to put your wife to sleep. You would hope not. It's usually the other way around. <laughs> Just women have that, you know, you have very melodic tones. And so when women talk, it's very la di da di da da da. <laughs> yes, we're very, which is why men We're known for we're known for being relaxing. <laughs> good bit. Which is why guys don't listen, because we're just too stupid to not be mesmerized by this, the soothing. <laughs> anyway, let's talk some food things. Um, where sure. where are you from originally? Originally from Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, hmm. uh, spent spent a little time in New York, about three years there, and then moved to New Orleans, and I've been here ever since. So, uh, food, New Orleans, we got it. Fucking a man. Uh, so you did the big, you have two big cities. You went from the one big city to the other big city. And then you're like, no more New Orleans. Yeah. New, well, I like, I love visiting New York. I have a bunch of family there and I love so many things about it. I'm, I'm a big musicals person. I love Broadway. I love Italian food and that's like the place to get it. I love the neighborhoods. I love the vibe of living there. You kind of become a mean person. <laughs> you have to toughen up. Like I, when I first got there, I'd walk around with my, like, ah, you know, saying hi to everybody and, you know, not really like covering my bag up. And then it's like, you get groped in the subway one too many times and you see somebody like trying to steal from you and you're like, all right, now I gotta get tough. And then I was like, I didn't want to live like that. So it's kind of like being in prison. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta like <laughs> buckle down and you know, it's either you or them. And, and then I got to New Orleans, I came to visit and everyone just like, says hi and they hold doors for you Southern hospitality and yeah and i just felt good and i could take my time that was the thing too i was like i became such a fast walker and i'm like what am i rushing for new york time you know where am it's i a going? new york minute yeah. man it's gonna fly by <laughs> i know you gotta get to wherever you're going right away and then here it's like and i'm sure because i've been to savannah savannah's lovely oh, it's like beautiful there so and chill. also great southern hospitality everybody says hi everybody has all the time in the world and that's that's how i want to live my life you know yeah that's why i haven't left like i've been to la <laughs> i've been to new york i've almost moved several times and no 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 <laughs> just 
No, yeah. it's not for me. I really enjoy more of a small town vibe. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, just money wise, oh, like, money wise, you get so much more here, right? I was living, I was living in. It was a converted living room, um, so it had no windows to the outside. Um, but it was near Times Square. I was literally two blocks from Times Square. I paid eight hundred and fifty dollars a month, and that was considered a steal. For now, I for, can get a whole apartment here. For a room, literally, <laughs> for a room that didn't have windows, <laughs> no windows to the outside. I would sleep for like fourteen hours because I didn't know if it was day or night, and my alarms did nothing for me. And but I but I could walk downstairs and be right by Times Square, and that's what you're paying right. for. I mean, you just need a place to crash. At the end of the day, yeah. And hey, if, you, if, if you're you doing know. comedy and you're up all night, that's actually that's actually quite beneficial, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at a certain point, I'm like, I don't want to live. You know, my tw- it was fine in my 20s, but now I'm in my 30s, and it's like I I want to sleep with windows. Like it's a weird weird request I have in life, but here we are. <laughs> it's, it's the little things, sunlight, <laughs> sunlight to remind me what time it is. Yes, two a different room to walk into. I just had the living room because I had the living room. We didn't have any like living space. So it was two bedrooms, my living room, which was the you know a third bedroom, and then this little kitchen that only one person could fit in at a time. So it's like you just went in there to eat and sleep and shower, and it was like a you hostel. Didn't stay there. It was more of a hostel. Eight hundred fifty dollars yeah. a month hostel per person. That I lived in. You pay- <laughs> that's what that's what my room was. I don't know what the rooms with the windows were, you know. <laughs> oh. I never classy. asked. <laughs> you have a oh my don't don't talk to Sally. She has a window, okay? <laughs> she, I would I would go to my roommate sometimes and I'd be like, Hey, what are you doing? I just talked to her just so I could like look out her window. <laughs> like, tell me again about the fashion design school you're in and all the drama you have. Uh, go on. I can be here look, all day. There's a person eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have Spider Man. Could you could you see Times Square out of their window? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you could. I mean we were oh. eighteen floors up, so you, you could probably see Spider Man though. They're pretty They're, they're pretty easy Everywhere. to spot. Uh, yeah. That room was probably another eight fifty a month. <laughs> At least, yeah. It was just but that was, you know, when I you know, I was a Craigslist ad and I apparently was the first one to mess like I was like refreshing and I was the first one to message and they were like, get here in an hour and I got there in an hour and they're like, take it or leave it. We have four hundred messages already. And I was like, All right, I'll take <laughs> like, it. I'm here. Done. <laughs> It was like it was just so it was that's how that's how life is there everything's just like anxiety city and then here you know it's it's just more laid back and and i love we it we just kind of went through that buying a house recently like because it, it was literally like oh my god you're the first one here you put in the offer and even if you put in the offer somebody else is going to beat your offer and then you got more offers and like and if you don't do it all in that one day you don't get it <laughs> like, yeah then it's too bad you can't think about it you can't sleep on no, it for there's no thinking it's now or never <laughs> it's it's like yeah the housing market's it's, nuts it's right like on now. shark tank when kevin's like no i need an answer now no you can't talk to the other shark yeah <laughs> you can't talk to your partner like no. yeah, i need an answer right now all right i'm out i'm out <laughs> i think it's so fascinating because i i especially during covid i watched like shark tank all day but some people they give them so much leeway they're like talk about it you know listen to other offers and then some people are like five four three two out <laughs> Yeah. Like, how do you decide this? Just very quickly. Just yeah. Uh, I think it's. I don't know. I don't know. I want to be on Shark Tank somehow. I just don't have. I'm just haven't invented anything. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> What's your thing? <laughs> uh, can I sell you a TV show? 
No, it's not a thing. I do want to. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you about this. So I'm wearing a jewel around my neck, right? You know, see, I wear it. I don't lose it. And I want, I, I feel like, and I don't want to contribute to nicotine addiction, but like everyone I ever see is like, oh my God, is that a jewel around your neck? And I'm like, yeah, it's a shoestring. Because <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a shoestring. But my buddy is like, dude, like we could probably sell those. And I'm like, but dude, it's a shoestring. Oh. And he's like, yeah, but we like make it like cool and you make it like, you know, like bedazzled thing or whatever. And like, and so we're going to call it the Nikki T. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It'll make yeah, a million dollars. This is, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know you have different, different colors. You have the rainbow ones for pride mm-hmm. month. Like you just get out there. Christmas, Christmas color. Christmas uh, is coming pumpkin, up. Like, you know, like, yeah. Cover the whole, you know, maybe people would buy Marvel. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for they could do a tie-in for movie promotions with the jewels sports stuff i don't know but it's okay so my commercial that i wanted to it's because it's a, okay so you have thought, thought about, about this it. uh so it's not for kids right so you throw me a baby doll and i just throw the baby doll over my shoulder and g- ladies ladies yeah are you tired of losing your vape because because now it's on a string. So just like your tampons, if you lose it in the couch, you can just pull it right back out. <laughs> okay, that's all. <laughs> that's, where we keep, that's where we keep the tampons. We're just like, not oh, in the couch. I mean, just airline. like a tampon. It's got a string on it. So you can, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My wife said that wasn't selling anything. <laughs> It's just a simple, like, you're just like, where'd my jewel go? And then you look down and you're like, oh, thank God I have this shoestring. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm like, dude. And you can have right? it too. I'm like, come on, guys. It's a shoestring. You can do this yourself. Does anybody have a pair of shoes that you're not wearing? <laughs> like, how? I don't know. But huh. people will buy it. The funny thing yeah. is that people probably would fucking buy the stupid thing. Oh, I know. You can probably charge like 15 bucks. And it's like, and you're like, I don't think people will pay this. And they will. And if you get a shark on there, Lori will put it on QVC for you and you'll be set. Right? Except it's nicotine. And I think Jewel, Jewel, there's like some huge thing about Jewel is about to, they're deciding whether Jewel can even exist anymore. Have you heard oh. about that? Um, I know there was a lawsuit at some there, point yeah, about um, like them not disclosing the negative side effects. Some, yeah, some, but they're supposed to, because they want to eliminate all flavors. So they don't want Jewel to be in, like Philip Morris owns half of jewel right so it's it's like i don't know why i was just mad like this is a tobacco company and tobacco companies have mint flavored cigarettes and no one's got mad <laughs> yeah you can't if you try to take away people's menthols at this point like you're looking at oh, civil war civil war at best. i mean <laughs> i mean she could I mean, just burn just, down well I just skip the war yeah. altogether with anything else i'm like just tax it like that's all you want anyway you want the money just tax it People can choose if they want to do it or not. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Legalize it, tax it, tax call it, it all. a day. Bank, you know. Yeah. Make it. That's, what do. That's why they'll never get rid of cigarettes because the cigarettes, anytime they need money, they just jack up the prices on the cigarettes. And the alcohol. And the people that smoke will pay it. Yeah, and the alcohol. And I'm sure with the, the states where weed is legal. I mean, Colorado is like giving citizens money back. They have so much <laughs> money. So like, right? think about it. It just makes sense. We'll get there. I think we're close. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, oh man, there's something I was gonna ask you. Oh well. Um, 
<laughs> taxes colorado money so much money i'm gonna take my mom to colorado for season four of my show and we're gonna tip bring weed chefs to like an airbnb and oh my god that's awesome does your mom smoke oh or yeah she's eat, an old or... lady she's yeah okay. she's an herbalist like she looks like a little like yoda with gray hair because she, she wears a <laughs> nightgown like all the time and plays ping pong so like oh yeah. my god she sounds like she's made for television yeah i'm gonna yeah and so, you know, if, if Jack Whitehall can take his, his old-ass dad around the world, I figure I can take my mom to Colorado to get high. Oh, food, yeah. People are going right? to love that. People <laughs> love old ladies old ladies high. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just a niche. You know, people love is that. There, are there YouTube channels dedicated to just high old ladies? I bet there are. And if there aren't, then your mom now has her shark tank <laughs> Oh, my idea. God. We need to look. I got I to look that up. <laughs> You know, like the, like the pasta grannies? sauces always have, <laughs> the pasta sauces always have like a little old lady and it's like, this is the family recipe passed down from Sicily to, you know, to New York to here. It's like, you should have that for mm-hmm. me. The pasta grannies. Like your mom. You're talking about the pasta grannies? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love the pasta grannies. Like your mom should have like edible butter and she's just like, this was my grandmother's recipe. She does make a damn good butter. <laughs> she does. <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go you can you can have that idea right, but now i just want to go find like i just want to go to like nursing homes and like find little old ladies and be like hi have you ever smoked weed <laughs> would you like do you have glaucoma? would you like to try <laughs> it's like the candy stripers but like weed right and just i mean i think you'd have to do it in like california or colorado because or florida yeah we got yeah, got to keep it gotta legal. Keep it legal for a little bit <laughs> longer, I guess. <laughs> While we're on air, at least. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming to you straight from Colorado today. Prove me wrong. And I'm in California. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and Nevada, Nevada. I know Las Vegas has legal weed, which it's, I don't know. If that's it's actually good or bad. decriminalized in Savannah. So, okay. so if you get pulled over by like the Savannah PD they have the option to give you a ticket or not. So they can just, That's they cool. can just not and whatever. But if you got pulled over by like the state highway patrol, totally different story. Even though you're in Savannah, it's decriminalized by Savannah. So specifically the Savannah PD that okay. doesn't care. So just smoke at home. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we still have yet to talk about any food. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to New Orleans? I have driven past New Orleans. I have never actually been to New Orleans and like hung out. Have you had like Louisiana kind of yeah. food? Like Cajun I mean, food? We have, you know, we have we try to pretend to be very New Orleans and Savannah, you know, so like we have a Huey's. Right. And then, you know, we do a lot of shrimp and grits and there's tons of Creole and. Okay, yeah. so you like jambalaya and gumbo? And gumbo. And Not as much gumbo. Boys. But, you know, it's a lot of it's your basic southern cuisine, collard greens. and you got some alligator. There's some gator around. There's some gator around. I'm not big on gator. How do you feel about gator? I was pleasantly surprised. I tried it a couple of times, and I was like, this is actually not bad. Um, I, would, I don't eat it all the time. I don't, like, go out and say, I, I'm getting gator tonight. But if there's, like, an appetizer with, like, gator bites, I'll definitely I do. Partake. I did, like, like calamari-style gator. Like, fry, fried yeah, and like, with aioli. Yeah, with, like, some house-made mm-hmm. sauce. That's It's a I'm little about. sweet, you know? Like, the, the texture is kind of, I don't know. It's, it's 
It's weird. I had a like a I tried a burger one time. I tried a gator burger and I did not like that. Oh, that's see, that's a lot. It was a lot. And I and it was just slightly fishy, but not really fishy and just a little <laughs> sweet, but like the texture of chicken kind of, right? And Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Don't eat the. I've only had it in like small bites. So it's like fried bites with a sauce. And that's why I was like, I just thought it'd be chewier than it was. Yeah. And I was like, this is not no. super chewy. This is good. Like lobster's chewier than gator is. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, uh, we we live in the two, two of the few places that people eat gator, though. We got tons of gators. <laughs> so many gators. You yeah. have to do something with them. You know, you couldn't just. You're going to kill them. You better, do, you better eat them at least. Yeah, I mean, well, they're so big. Like, what are you? What are you gonna do with them? Do y'all have uh, beignets? Do you oh, know what yeah, beignets? We got beignets with the powdered sugar all over the okay. place. Okay, I worked at Huey's, which is okay. which is on River Street, and it's named after the governor of New Orleans, right? Huey's, Huey, Huey, How do you Huey spell Long. It? Huey's. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Huey. Yeah, <laughs> we got a bridge named after mm-hmm. him. So the restaurant itself is all New Orleans <laughs> Z, right? So. Okay, so you got your like charboiled oysters. And I was a server and- there when I the very when I first moved to Savannah like eleven years ago, and I was going to SCAD, and I just I needed a job because I moved here in the summertime, and so I had to make beignets. The servers had to make the fucking beignets. Oh, you I made had them? To fucking make them, yeah. So I mean, we didn't make the dough, right? The dough was pre-made, and we'd had to roll it out. But you had to like, like yeah, cook it yeah, up. Yeah, we had to cook it up. Like, so you, it was the, it was the That's biggest pain in the ass ever because like <laughs> you get like all these tables and they're like, we want 12 beignets. And we'd have a beignet person on the weekends, but during the week, we, that was, we you were, yeah. the beignet and you get fucking busy and you're like three dozen different orders of beignets and you still have to wait on your tables. <laughs> yeah, and still you can't burn the make these beignets, <laughs> and it was just that we servers should not have to make beignets. But I do know how to make a beignet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have a lot of experience, and in like a very intense situation where you're, you're not just making, but you know, like I'll put some music on and I'll relax and like cook some. No, ben- no, no. You know, it's like you're you have a million people staring at you because they don't have a diet coke uh-huh. right now. And you, they ask for another straw, and you just <laughs> haven't. You forgot the straw. There, you're never getting that straw. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: you can make a beignet into any shape you want. Okay. I've never made them. I just eat them. So they're actually super easy. So I don't know how to make the dough. But if you have the dough, look up how to make beignet dough. And then you just roll it out like kind of medium thin, like uh, maybe a quarter of an inch thick, maybe not quite. And then you just take a pizza cutter and you just basically cut into triangles or rectangles or circles or whatever the fuck you want. And then uh, just in a like a low dish because you don't have to deep fry them because they just float, right? And so just maybe an inch or two of oil and you can just throw them in the pan and if you wait for them to bubble up on one side, you flip them over, you let them brown up on that side and you pop them out. It takes maybe a minute. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I've only seen them in like a square shape. Yeah. Whatever shape you want to cut it into. There's another idea. You just have like a beignet shop where you have different shapes and they don't do that anywhere else. So <laughs> we have round beignets, people. <laughs> They're just they're just yeah. like the square beignets, but they're round. <laughs> no edges. No edges. Donato's <laughs> has gotten away with that for years. No edge edge crust. No or no crust. Edge edge pizza. Yeah. Do you know what Donato's is? Do you have Donato's anywhere you've lived? We don't have it here. I've heard of it. It's delicious. 
So no crust? No crust. No crust. Edge to edge. Yeah. Just cheese yeah. and... Okay. <clears throat> edge to edge. It's like New Yorkers need their crust, right? Like the crust is like the crust yeah. is like dessert sometimes. Or, you know, like... I love the crust. Yeah, people love the crust. It's like a breadstick at the end of your pizza. Yeah. I don't understand why... And you can dip it I don't stuff. fucking understand why people order breadsticks <laughs> with pizza. <laughs> why do they do that? Well, I guess it's avocados, but... <laughs> well, sure. Because people want carbs. You want carbs on carbs on carbs. Even, like, on your pizza, like, you'll put carbs, and it's like... <laughs> just, we can't have enough carbs in our lives, except the keto people. But then we eat more carbs because they're not eating enough carbs. You gotta balance it out. You know? Yeah. And they're making it hard. <laughs> Sometimes. I love carbs. But I don't think... But you yeah. know, there's a breadstick at the end of my pizza. Why do I need breadsticks with my pizza? <laughs> Oh, get chicken wings instead. <laughs> yeah, but like, have you ever had like good chicken wings from like a delivery pizza place? No. no. Right? But yet they all still offer them and somebody's ordering them yeah. because they still have them drunk. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what it is. When you're drunk, drunk and you see chicken wings and pizza, you're going to get both. Yeah. Same with breadsticks. If you see like, especially like a garlic cheese breadstick. Okay, that's, that's another just, story though. You know, yeah, that's, you're going to yeah. get it. That's like a, that's a that's cheese bread. That's just yeah. more cheese and more carbs with your pizza. It's basically pizza without sauce. Essentially, essentially. yeah. But if it's just the the bread with no additional stuff, that I'm like, oh, you didn't need that. And, but they probably sell the shit out of it. Unless it's crazy bread. Well, that's crazy oh, bread special. <laughs> I hadn't had it in years. Like I think I almost forgot about it. And then one day I was like, I'm like, I'm. Like, We'd have a little Caesars. I'm gonna try some crazy bread again. And it's still delicious. It is retardedly soaked in butter and garlicky. Look, little Caesars, <laughs> they know what they're doing. Um, they had, I don't know if they still have it. For a limited time, they had this bacon wrapped bacon pizza where instead of a crust, they just put bacon around Shut the pizza. Shut the back door. <laughs> and it was. And my friend and I were like, we got to go try it. So we drove out. Little Caesars is like 20 minutes away. Like we were like, we're going to go. We had to cross a bridge to get there. We we're like, we got to try this pizza. So we go out there and we get it. And it was so good. <laughs> it was definitely worth it. It was only like 10 bucks because everything there is super yeah. cheap. I think everything's and 10 bucks. It was like bacon, like like bacon, cooked bacon all around. It was like a thick crust, like this big, like maybe an inch or two of pizza, like a bacon all around. And then the topping was also bacon. What? <laughs> that is a lot of bacon, little. It was Caesar. amazing. <laughs> Man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that uh, Romans loved their bacon that much. I mean, I guess I, everybody, I loved, the, everybody the loved their bacon. <laughs> everybody loved their bacon. Yeah, I don't know if they still have it, but I know that we saw we saw a commercial. We were probably high. Like we saw a commercial, and then we're like, we're gonna go get this pizza, and we made this journey to get this pizza, and it was well worth it. That is, oh man, I hope one day I, I, they make it again, and I will, I will definitely try it. I'm trying to be vegetarian this month because I'm, I'm sober October, and like, oh, so I shouldn't be talking to you about a bacon wrap. Oh no, wrap it's fine. I can pizza. dream. A boy can dream. <laughs> yeah. Or when you, yeah, if you're just doing it for a month, that could be like the light at the end of the vegetarian tunnel. Yeah. I actually, okay, I did something crazy. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Have you ever read Momofuku's cooking book? Yeah, actually, my roommate has it. I, I just yeah, ordered it. My old roommate has it. It got here today yeah. because I was laying in bed the other night, and it was like 4 in the morning. I'm just like on my phone. And I was like, I mean, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do a cookbook challenge. And I'm going to order a cookbook, and I'm going to cook every recipe in it, and I'm going to 
blog that, right? So I'm like, what books should I get? And I was like, and if I just blog like awesome cookbooks, right? I searched blog and David Chang's book. I'm like, cool. I'll just that one, Amazon order now. And then it got here today. Uh, I was like, <laughs> and I'm leaping. Good luck. <laughs> I'm leaping through. That's not the one you start with. You should start with like, like I used to have a Disney cookbook that was like Mickey Mouse's like ten favorite recipes. Like that's the one you start with, like the grilled cheese, yeah, and you know chicken fingers. Like no, you're like I'm gonna pick the most complicated thing with very specific ingredients that I can't get everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy shit in there. So my wife's looking at it and she's like, you're going to make this stuff? And I'm like, well, the point is I'm going to try. <laughs> she's like, how many specialty stores are we going to have to go to? And I'm like, all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Every single one. And some of it, we're probably going to have to order from China. <laughs> yeah, no, you're going to have to, it's going to be an adventure. Just yeah, so I was like, maybe we should have ordered like stuff. Sally makes mommy breakfast or something. Like, <laughs> damn it. So, yeah, or one of those, you know, like I, I think an Anthony Bourdain book. He he knew how to do cookbooks for like people that functionally just go to the grocery store. Yeah, that probably. I maybe I might rethink the whole thing. I'm going to work up to it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe just do like one recipe a week, yeah. you know, and part of the, part of the blog is, is you finding and pronouncing words at random stores. Yes, that actually sounds fantastic. <laughs> that, I was thinking about doing that. <laughs> just finding the shit is part of the fucking journey. Yeah. 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 But you're right. Maybe I should start with Bourdain. <laughs> or Sally makes mommy <laughs> breakfast. How to, how to put yeah. toast in a toaster oven. <laughs> I know how to make scrambled eggs. <laughs> how to crack an egg? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what with you know with the the keeping it kosher videos. I tried to pick like what I thought were simple recipes, and even those became complicated. So um, that's why I'm like, you're starting with something complicated. That's just going to become more complicated. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, it's. I didn't realize that it was going to be so much words. There's there's whole it's a whole yeah. book inside of this cookbook. It's a book yeah, book. It's a book book. Like <laughs> the box came and it was like heavy. And it was a big box because it's a hardback. It was like five dollars more for the hardback, so you might as well get the hardback. But compared to the Kindles. Yeah. Like Kindle twenty bucks or a hardback twenty five. Well, I'm gonna get the hardback. Well, you wanna feel like you're cook I feel like when you get it out of like a cookbook, you feel like you're really cooking, you know, versus just looking on a right, Kindle. But also, who the hell is paying twenty dollars for a Kindle cookbook? <laughs> If the hardback is $5 more, uh, that's yeah. just ridiculous. Anyway, so, yeah, big book, big book. <laughs> uh, maybe I should, I, my mom has, like, she made us a recipe book from, like, all of. Oh, you have a family recipe book. You said yeah, that. right? Duh. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, well, Sean, why are you so slow? <laughs> and if you get stuck you your mom can help like they're her recipes like you can ask questions. oh it's easy shit like jello molds from the 70s and yes bring back the jello molds <laughs> and casseroles and like they've needed a resurgence you and know casseroles too i feel like they've been lacking yeah you know, oh yeah we used to have casseroles all the time. You just get the what's that, that cream of mushroom soup, and then you add green mm -hmm. beans or canned green or beans, whatever. canned green beans too. It was all canned yeah. shit. Oh, of course, plus like whatever else goes in a casserole. I don't 
Right. And then the little crunchy yeah, stuff the on top. And yeah. then you're like, and they're like, we have a casserole. Oh. And now we all eat this for the week. <laughs> you're like, mom, I'm hungry. Eat some more of the tuna casserole. <laughs> I don't want any more tuna no, casserole. We'll... It is going to go. You eat the tuna casserole. Yeah. You eat it till it's, it's gone. gone. <laughs> that tuna died for you. For you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Love hearing that. <laughs> you will appreciate it. I thank my food. I try to. I try to thank my food. Thanks, peas. I fucking hate you, but yeah. I'm eating it because you're good for me. <laughs> why, why did you decide to do a vegetarian challenge? I got sick of eating the same shit every week because Jordan's super picky. And, like, she only – I mean, she's gotten a lot better. Um, but we just eat standard things. So, like, it was just, like, the same crap every week, week after week. The chicken, beef, 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 chicken, beef, beef, chicken, beef, chicken, beef, <laughs> beef, chicken, pork beef chicken <laughs> and, and i and i just wanted to kind of a stop eating the same crap every day <clears throat> and so i wanted to try to like make super tasty stuff that i was going to try vegan and i just realized that was crazy too it was like ordering the mocha fuku book just just yeah. eh, way too much you just go all the way when you're all in you're like zero to 100 like this you're just like if i'm doing it i'm going all the way and so i eased back and was like vegetarian yeah i need cheese in my life and cheese is the killer for like i could never give up cheese i could probably give up meat i don't want to but i could but cheese it's actually been I just easier than i thought it would be with cheese yeah. Because other, otherwise, you're just like replacing like the meat stuff. So, like enchiladas or like any spaghetti, any pasta is super easy, obviously. Pizza's still good. I haven't like, I'm not, I haven't been crazy. Like, the rest of my friend said pizza the other day, and I just picked the pepperoni and sausage off and I ate it. But okay. So, you're like flexible. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Like, I know that I know <laughs> that I have to eat meat like on TV. So, I'm going, you know, but my regular daily life, I'm just trying to, I think after this, maybe I'll just eat like, even even Jordan agreed. Like once a week, we'll eat meat once a week. Yeah, we. I got. Um, I'm like obsessed with cauliflower. Like I think cauliflower is amazing, and they do pasta now and pizzas. And um, but there's this place here called Domenica, and they do a roasted cauliflower. Where I don't know, it's like this uh, like seven hour process where they like you know prepare it and salt like it's sea salt and it's like boiled and then it's um, cooked in like a wood oven, you know to. Get, and then they have like a a whipped feta with it, and it's so good. Oh man, that does and sound good. It'll fill you up. Yeah. yeah. No, the beautiful thing about cauliflower is that like it doesn't have any flavor to begin with, really. So it can just take in. It probably takes in all that smoky flavor. Oh, oh yeah. Man, and yeah, just slow roasted. <laughs> yeah, and they use like sea salt and garlic, and it's just it's so good. And then you have this like whipped feta that they make from scratch. And so if you go here, go to Dominica, treat yourself. It's a fancy restaurant, but um, it's like one of the local chefs here. Uh, one of the Brennans, Ralph Brennan. It's his restaurant. Cool. I was about and, to ask, is um, it chef owned and operated? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He can be on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. Um, yeah, the Brent. We're going to Texas uh, in December, or we leave November 28th for season three. And we're going to Austin and to Dallas. Oh, barbecue. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, I'm only doing two barbecue places while I'm there. And we're doing seven seven restaurants. So only two out of seven are barbecue. The rest of them are, are like okay. farm to table. And I found a really cool one that has a farm and a restaurant. And everything at the restaurant comes from their farm called Ronin. Yeah, yeah. I'm just super excited to hang out with those people. We're doing a whole weekend there. 
Okay, I was like, Austin's probably got a lot of farm to table and a lot of veggie mm-hmm. spots. Dallas is a little more. Di- Dallas. Dallas is more difficult. I've had yeah. a harder time trying to find the restaurants I want in Dallas. And the ones I do want, like, I, I tried to get the guy. Hey, if you're listening out there, <laughs> I tried to get Chef Kev, <laughs> who owns uh, a restaurant in Dallas, who actually beat Bobby Flay on Beat Bobby Flay. Like, oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. cool. And he, yeah. his, his, you know, he owns his own little restaurant. And I've sent, the, I've sent him so many emails and, like, his manager emails. And, like, they've just... Well, the one restaurant I've ever tried to get into contact with that just never responded to me. <laughs> like, well, just show up. Damn it, Chef Kev. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put you, you on person. TV, bud. Continue <laughs> your story. Talk about COVID, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> surviving Yeah, COVID. I mean, you'd think he'd want to, yeah, he'd want to brat, you know. it's Yeah. You should do it. I recommend, Chef Kev, that you do it. And I think you should just show you up. You hear there. that? Amanda G says you need to do this, <laughs> Chef Kev. I mean, you're all in, you know, you're zero to a hundred. Just show up with a camera. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> all right. What was your favorite thing to eat when you were a kid? Oh, uh, I liked, I, I was grew up in LA, which I don't think has any like food of its own really. You know, we just kind of adopt things, but um, I think, and it's still probably one of my favorite. I just I love a bagel and lox. Mm. Like I just like bagel, cream cheese, lox, tomato, onions. Are you a I don't I like don't the either. capers because I think they <laughs> I think they take away because the lox is already like salty and and it has mm-hmm. a very distinct taste. It's like smoked salmon. I'm like you don't need another Mm-mm. thing on top Mm-mm. of this. No, but yeah, I, I'm with you. That is one of my favorite things actually. This creamy, the salty, mm-hmm. the like, the richness of the salmon. Toasted. Yeah. Yeah. Not too toasty. You can't. Your bagels can't be too toasty. You need them just toasty, no. but you still need them a little doughy. Yeah, and I, I like when the cream cheese is really melty, and you like bite in, and the cream cheese kind of like falls all over your plate. I'm like, that's <laughs> that's a good sandwich. <laughs> Kosher. Kosher. <laughs> yeah, of course. We love a we love a bagel. Yeah, as a kid, I wasn't, I was like scared of a lot of food. I don't know. I wasn't very adventurous. So I was like mac and cheese and pizza and, um, you know, just very, I'd get like a burrito. I get just beans and cheese only. Like I was just boring. And then I went to college and like the first thing I was introduced to was hummus, which I'd never had in my life. And I was like, what is this magic Mm. hummus? And I put it on, I'd put it on everything. And then I started like trying other like foods from other cultures that I didn't when I was younger. And I was like, Oh my God, I love Thai food. And Oh, I love Indian food. And, um, and now, you know, my palate has changed so much, but when I was a kid, I was a, basic bitch pretty much because i grew up in la and that's kind of what happened i think i think all kids are basic bitches for the most part until like <clears throat> their taste buds expand i think it's gen- I, not genetic but i think it's uh, i think we evolve our taste buds evolve o- over time you know yeah i mean unless of course you know you're i'm sure like in t- someone's shoving kimchi in a baby's mouth and they love kimchi for the rest of their life right so i guess <laughs> if you were fed those things you might have enjoyed them as a child too yeah, no, we, you know, my parents didn't do any of that. We just ate a lot of like deli sandwiches and, you know, my mom would get a pizza and bring it home and burgers Chinese and whatever. Food? Like we were just trying. Yeah, we did that, get Chinese yeah, food. Pizza and Chinese. That was the, the two things that you can have delivered weirdly. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the kids don't know, but before Uber Eats, like you couldn't get things brought to your house. Nope. 
And if you did have them brought to your house, you had to have cash money with you because they didn't have a phone with an app that took your credit card or Venmo. It was like you had to put work in. You had to plan ahead to order food for it to come to your house. And you could get two things. You could get pizza or, Chinese food. or you could get Chinese food. And they had to be within like three miles of your house where you could yep. get it. <laughs> It was a hard life, man. It was a hard life up until yeah. the late 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now you can get everything and it's already paid for when it arrives. You don't even have to see the person now. Just leave it at the door before it was like a whole thing. And if you wanted the pizza out of the way, you had to send dad to go get it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he, he was, was not, not happy. happy about that. Never. And by the time dad got <laughs> back with it, half the pizza was gone. <laughs> yeah. And the other half was freezing cold. <laughs> it was a hard life. <laughs> we didn't have cell phones. If if your driver got lost and could not find your house, they just went back to the store. <laughs> yeah. And they'd call you and be like, hey, we couldn't find your house. Uh, got your pizza here. <laughs> and then he still had to go pick it and up. And then it was real cold. <laughs> kind of like the food that I eat on the show. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's where you got used to it. <laughs> I mean, some things are better cold. You know, like I like cold. I like I like cold. I pizza. like leftover Chinese food cold. I think it's better mm-hmm. that way. Enchiladas are better the next day. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know if I like things better cold or if I'm just so lazy that I'm like, yes, I like it cold, <laughs> but it's just because I don't want to put the effort into heating it up. Like it might be better warm, but it's okay now. <laughs> Yeah, but it's already gone. (laughs) (laughs) I ate it. I guess we'll never know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll try next time and then I don't. (laughs) Uh, People people put way too much emphasis on warm food. (laughs) Yeah, it's like just, I don't know. I'll leave a fork. Like if I get Chinese food, I'll leave a fork in there and and put it in the fridge and just pull it out, pull the fork out and just go for it. It's it's convenient. Who has time to put it on a plate and microwave they it? They already or, put it in a put plate. It in a toaster oven. It's like, it's done. It's in a container already. Yeah. Like you always see like on TV, people like eating out of the old Chinese boxes. Right. But yeah. did anybody ever really do that? Like just, no. Because no. you can't eat, are you eating the rice on the side? You're just like holding two, like, because they, what do you do with the rice? What are they, what are all these people on TV yeah. doing with their rice? <laughs> they just have stacks of rice because they always give you like three things of rice no matter what you get. And then it's just plain white rice. So you at least have to put soy sauce or something on it, but you're supposed to mix it with like your chicken yeah, or mix whatever. It and those boxes hold just enough to fill them. So yeah. how do you, what are these people doing with their rice? <laughs> you never like see anyone on TV, like with their box and like the, the box of rice next to them, even like where, where's the fucking rice? <laughs> no. I don't know. They didn't think that through. They did not think they that. Or through. Maybe they're just all gluten free. Maybe everybody. In the, in the 90s, they were no rice, no rice. If you ask them, if you, if you ask David Schwimmer, you're like, David, why? Where's your rice? Gluten, gluten. gluten All the yeah. friends, gluten free. That's how he keeps his his shape. <laughs> good times, good times, rice. <laughs> uh, so, if you had to. Mm, go to a potluck. What, what are you taking tomorrow? What am I bringing for mm-hmm. the potluck? 
Um, now that I live in New Orleans, I'm probably bringing alcohol, but, um, <laughs> but we, you know, I make, I'll make a nice like summery drink if it's summer. Um, but as far as like, I, I like to make dips, like I do a good spinach and artichoke dip, or I have this like seven layer, uh, like bean dip that I like to, to make. Um, I just, I like the things that everybody can enjoy. My you mom had, my mom has a signature seven layer bean dip. What's in yours? Um, it's tomatoes, salsa, avocados, cause I'm from California, beans, sour cream, cheese. One, two, three, four, five, Sometimes six, olives. That might be eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Sometimes olives, if I know the person, like, I don't like I don't olives, either. but, we, uh, we, but some people do. We're on do. the same page in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You gotta come to New Orleans so we can oh, eat Oh, definitely. Some food. I'm going to that restaurant. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my There's God. so many good restaurants here. Do I here. go through New Orleans on my way to Austin? Probably not. You'll probably go up north. Through Mississippi and through like hmm. Shreveport, no. unless if you're going, are you going through? We're Houston? taking a Tesla, so we're driving. We're driving oh. my okay. So the Tesla's driving uh, you. No, I'm not paying ten thousand dollars to self drive. <laughs> but uh, it's not even here yet. It's actually getting here on Sunday. We're picking up at three o'clock on Sunday. Like fancy. Yeah, my, my wife's Tesla. It's not mine really. I pay. I pay. Yeah, I was like <laughs> Chef Chef Kev can't say no to a Tesla. Right? But like we got. It's going to take us like twenty two or three hours or some crazy shit to get from savannah to austin <laughs> with the charging <laughs> so we're we gonna see all that oh, goes. Yeah. but i was like yeah well if you go through houston if you're taking like the 10 and you go down south you'll go through new orleans but you're probably going up north uh like northern uh mississippi and alabama to cut through if i were to guess what's the name of the restaurant again but- domenica d-o-m-e-n-i-c-a and they also have a sister restaurant called Pizza Domenica because they do pizzas. So Domenica is like the fancy one. It's like the sit down, like, um, you know, you no paper napkins, like you have 15 servers, like that kind of stuff. And then Pizza Domenica is more of like the casual dining. So they do like some of the pizzas that they have and then some of their apps. They have really good garlic knots if you go to Pizza Domenica. Hmm. Which um, one is he at the most? Probably Domenica, but he he owns like, I don't know. A million other restaurants in town he and his brother his brother's dickie brennan he's a ralph brennan and they own just like a ton of restaurants in town mm. um and most of them are fancy most of them are super Touché. well if i come through new orleans we're going to dinner mm. <laughs> yeah but they all do have happy hours usually from three to five um so domenica like the happy hours half price all wines like half price all beers um and then half price all so pizzas, what you're saying is we're is going for insane. happy hour <laughs> yes always <laughs> Cool. It's a date. That's a New Orleans trick. <laughs> there's a there, there's this really fancy restaurant called Commander's Palace, and they have um, for lunch they have a lunch special. It's twenty five cent martinis. Jesus Christ, that sounds dangerous. And uh, yeah, but you can only get three. They uh, max you out of three. Okay, they, so they know. I'll tell it's you dangerous. this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. You only need three. Yeah. Like they don't skimp. They don't. You know, like sometimes you'll they'll say like, oh, dollar drinks, and then it's just like water, and you're like, why well, could it just have water? These. <laughs> They're legit. They're like the actual martinis that you would pay good money for. But they know you're going to get drunk and, eat, you know, eat, eat all their food. food. Well, that sounds fun. We're doing Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to have fun. We're a drinking city. So New Orleans is a drinking every, city? Every meal is paired. Shut up. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you, have like, you, you guys like so to party every, down there? You have, oh, what, yeah. What's your favorite yeah. time of year to party in New Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> Mardi Gras. well we didn't haven't had Mardi Gras for a minute but we are having um we're having a Halloween parade we have it's called crew de boo and this year we're finally getting it back so we lost it last year do people have their own Mardi Gras do people still just like 
marched down the streets or they did um what they did was they had Mardi Gras house floats. So you basically turned your house into a Mardi Gras float and then people could drive by or walk by and just see. So people would take their houses and they'd like have a theme because all the floats have different themes. So like one house had like dinosaur themes. So they actually got like dinosaurs in their front yard and they had, you know, like some prehistoric stuff like on their house. <laughs> um, and so, so you had like Mardi Gras house floats is what they were called. That's and, cool. Um, so they'd have different like Mardi Gras celebrations over the years and, and you just did it on your porch and, and the side of your house and people would just either drive by or walk by so it was like COVID safe and we could at least acknowledge that Mardi Gras should be happening now. So you could just drive by and get flash titties. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to break it to everybody but um, the only titties I've ever seen at Mardi Gras the were not the ones you would want to see not the ones on television uh, and that was one time. The truth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was this it was this lady and um she was an older lady so she actually had to pick up the titties to to properly show them yeah we've all um, seen those <laughs> i worked in a nightclub for a very long time and we yeah it was, it was very it was very rare <laughs> that you got to see the ones you wanted to see but you got to see yeah i don't know why that is like the ones you there's they want to be they want to be seen <laughs> the ones you don't want to see want to be seen <laughs> yeah but you know mardi gras is actually pretty you know and sometimes disappointingly like family friendly like really? you know there's some nighttime yeah they have like all the parades are very family friendly and then a lot of the crews the mardi gras crews have like after parties which are not family friendly so that's the ones you you know you want to go Daytime to but most is family yeah, friendly most mardi gras parades like they have high school marching bands in them so it's not you know there's definitely people getting drunk and you know debaucherous but it's not too crazy. Mardi Gras is family friendly, people. Yeah. If you didn't Sorry know, to break your heart. <laughs> now you know you don't have to go to Disneyland. You can take your kids to Mardi Gras. It's totally okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the people people here do. And, you know, if you want not family friendly, you'll go out to the bars afterwards. You'll go to a crew after party. Like there's ways to, you know, still have your fun. But at the actual parades, there's families with barbecues grilling and there's kids. They put them in these ladders up high so the kids can see. And the kids get all the good throws. So when the crews go by and they have like these throws that they throw, they throw beads no. um, usually, but they'll have like stuffed animals no and they always anymore, get though, the, right? the best stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Remember that? They used to throw moon pies. Remember, yeah, they had candy remember parades and moon pies. where they threw candy and we'd like rush out in the street and like pick up the Tootsie Rolls yeah. and like, man. Oh, yeah. We that's used, like illegal now or something. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had like a 4th of July parade and they'd give us all kinds of candy and you can't no. do that now. It's 2021. It's a different no, world. like I don't know. Like, what? I like, what? What is the Tootsie Rolls? Like, you still can go trick or treating and strangers are handing out candy. Why can't I pick up candy off the street from a clown? <laughs> it's the same it's thing. The same thing. I mean, granted, it's a clown, but like some people still yeah. like them. I don't know who, but there are working clowns out there somewhere. <laughs> there, they, like there are, and and they if they even support yourself and be a clown, bless your heart. <laughs> Balloon animals is an art. It's <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't do, really it, do it. You know? I can barely blow the damn balloon up. <laughs> Those things are difficult. Yeah. I. You tried that lately? Like it hurts your cheeks. <laughs> I have not tried that lately. It's, it is difficult. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah, like, I think 
I'll you have it. to get like a lot of pressure at first and it has to all happen at once right this has to be like it has to be like birthing oh. at the universe just like and like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like i'll leave it to the clowns i'll leave it to the clowns to do <laughs> they're, the, they're experts. the experts leave it to the professionals <laughs> awesome amanda would you like to give some shout outs on where we can go check everything out on about you did that make yeah, sense? Yeah, uh, social, <laughs> yeah, social media. You can find me at Amanda G Thang, T H A N G. Um, I have my YouTube channel. You could just look up uh, Keeping It Kosher, or just look up Amanda G. You'll find me there. Um, and if you're in New Orleans, every Tuesday night I host a comedy show at Howling Wolf, uh, which is an amazing venue. They do music and comedy and all sorts of performance. So every Tuesday at 8 p.m., I'm there slinging jokes, and uh, we got two dollar tacos, which are amazing tacos. Talk about food and two dollar. Does that, does that happen so to happen on a Tuesday? <laughs> it's every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we honor Taco Tuesday with comedy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Amanda, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you, and I can't wait for our date in New Orleans whenever that happens. We're, we're going to do yes, that. Yes, anytime. Thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks for hanging Appreciate out. It. And uh, keep, yeah. up, uh, keep up that show. Yeah, you yeah. got this. New episodes coming soon. <laughs> awesome. Well, darling, you have a wonderful day, and... Uh, Enjoy those windows. Yes, I appreciate them every day. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Tyler. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. Again, if you haven't, please go watch my television series, Beyond the Check Worker Own Edition, now streaming on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV. Go follow me on Instagram at Rashawn Parker, Beyond the Check underscore Independent Lasagna. Facebook at Beyond the Check. And uh, yeah, I just can't say any more of those things. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, doll. That was fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. (laughs) What are you doing for the rest of your day? Oh, get back to work. And um, I'm actually going out to, I asked, maybe I should talk about this on the show, but um, my friend gave me a $100 gift card to like a fancy restaurant called Coquette's. And so I made a reservation and a friend of our, and I are going and we got a $100 gift card to spend. So Blow it all. I, I plan on it. The bill's going to be $99.99 if I can help <laughs> you it. T- you're, take, you're taking the 20 <laughs> for tip though. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I got, I got, I got cash money for the tip. Cash I, money. It's like back in the day when you had to be prepared for the pizza guy. You are a G thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm not messing around. I don't get to go to fancy restaurants that often. So when I do, I come, I come ready. <laughs> Spend it all. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Darl. Well, for real, I'm going to hit you up if I ever make it through New Orleans and we're, we're going to have to. Yeah. And if I, I haven't, I haven't been to Savannah in like a decade, but if I ever make it back there, I'd probably be doing comedy or something. So I'll let you cool. know. I know. I know a lot of, I know a lot of there? comedians. I hook you up. Okay. Yeah, for real. I will, I will for real follow up with you. Cool, on cool. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go then. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you bye, so much. Alan. I'll, I'll <laughs> email bye. you and let you know when your episode will be out. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. I'll throw it on the social media and uh, make sure, you know, we get the word yeah, out. I, 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 if when I, uh, can you email me all your links and I'll put them in the description? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> bye.